Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Tonight on Business Live, Public Utilities Regulatory Commission announces an increase in electricity and water tariffs by 4.22% and 1.18% respectively. We are live with the business community on this. Also in this bulletin, Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison, gives indication of significant progress made by Ghana in passing first review of the International Monetary Fund program next month. My expectation is that we would have a successful review. This will be a review of progress on the program. And if that review is very successful, it should help in terms of signaling progress in our macroeconomic management and restoring confidence in, in our economy. Plus, financial analyst Professor Williams Pripra is optimistic government has some liquidity and is on the path of economic recovery following announcement of the first coupon payment on bonds occasioned by the Domestic Debt Exchange Program next week. This is very, very important and it's good news. Um, it, it points to the fact that probably um, government is try- getting back some kind of liquidity also into the system to be able to meet its debts. Details of these and many more shortly, please stay. It's a pleasure to have you on. I am Pius Kojobaka. I look now at our stories. 
Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ness Addison, has given indication of significant progress made by Ghana in passing the first review of the International Monetary Fund program next month. The governor disclosed this when he addressed the media on recent developments at the bank. Hopefully the fund is coming into town again uh, sometime in September uh, to reassess. So my, my expectation is that we would have a successful review. This will be a review of progress on the program. And if that review is very successful, it should help in terms of signaling progress in our macroeconomic management and restoring confidence in, in our economy. So that's my wish, and that's what I expect to happen over the next six months or so. I'm fairly confident, though, from the data that I have seen, that the first review will be successful. Now, the Parliamentary Select Committee on Mines and Energy says its investigations into the deal between the Ghana National Petroleum Corporation and Gensa Energy Ghana Limited has revealed no irregularities. This follows claims by civil society groups, including Imani Africa and the African Center for Energy Policy, ESEP, that Ghana buys gas for $95.8 million and sells to Gensa for $43.5 million, accounting for a $1.5 billion financial loss to the state. But concluding its 11-month-long investigations, the Parliamentary Select Committee described the computation methods used by ESEP and money as faulty. Let's go on Zoom and speak to the Executive Director of the African Center for Energy Policy, ESEP, Ben Boache, for more on this. Ben, pleasure you could join me on Business Live. First off, your view on signing uh, new gas deals. Unmute for me, Ben, if you can. All right, so there seems to be a challenge uh, with Ben's line. We shall recognize. some irregularities to that and Benjamin Boachi pretty soon will uh, be speaking to us on that. We shall rectify that and um, speak to him on that. But let's touch on this story quickly and government has kick-started the process to pay first coupon on the new debt exchange program bonds maturing from today. Finance Minister Ken Ufuriata in a tweet on social media noted that instructions have gone out for some 2.4 billion cities to be released to aid the payment. George Yafi has the rest of the story. The payments will go to individuals and institutions that exchange their old bonds for the new ones under the domestic direction program at the end of February this year. Joy Business understands that even though most of these bonds that were exchanged are maturing today, actual payment should start from tomorrow. This should mean that it could take about two days for these bondholders to have their monies hit their accounts. 
Therefore, starting the process today will ensure that everyone should be paid before the end of this week. We are also learning that another 5.4 million cities has been advanced as coupon payments for persons that didn't participate in the domestic debt exchange program. The finance minister, Ken Ofriata, in a tweet on social media handle X maintained that the decision to kickstart the process demonstrates government's commitment and credibility of the domestic debt exchange program. At Andrews University, Professor Williams Prepra is optimistic this would uh, bring back confidence into the economy. This particular um, situation is very important. Also, bringing confidence back into the economy. Um, this, this was based on the, the the debt exchange program plan that um, government um, told the whole world that this is how we were going to go about it. So I was not expecting that government will have a, a plan in a way to default. Um, this is something that they may have to make sure that it is paid on 27th and 28th as has been planned. It's an important future of the whole structure of the debt exchange program. If something should happen, it may have an impact on the standard debt, um, standard creditors um, evaluations and, and the uh, cocoa bonds indications and the rest. That is the discussion that are ongoing. So this is very, very important and it's good news. Um, it, it points to the fact that probably um, government is trying getting back some kind of liquidity also into the system to be able to meet its debts. And it may give an indication that uh, probably the rating agencies or may have to change their mind on the ratings given to Ghana because once we start paying our debts locally, um, it gives a signal that um, we are in a little bit of a better position. by the PURC. The quarterly tariff review mechanism aims to track and incorporate changes in key factors using or used in determining natural gas, electricity and water tariff. Let's share some excerpts of the statement issued by the PURC on that with you. And pretty soon we shall give you that statement on your screens so you have a better appreciation of that. But let's quickly get on to Zoom and speak to Executive Secretary of the... Um, Food and Beverages Association, we shall also speak to him subsequently, but let's touch on this story. And the Ghana Investment Promotion Center says it will soon roll out new regulations that will enhance the capacity of local enterprises to facilitate and boost foreign direct investments in the country. According to the chief executive of GIPC, Yofi Grant, the, the, they will create an avenue for mobilizing and enhancing the resources and skills of Ghanaian diasporan community to invest in Ghana to accelerate economic growth. He was speaking at the second edition of the CEO's breakfast meeting in Accra with a specific focus on local content empowerment through partnerships. Here's more. The second edition of the 2023 CEO's breakfast meeting brought together both local and foreign investors to deliberate on how to empower and maximize local content participation in harnessing the country's resources through partnerships. 
Speaking to Joy Business on the sidelines of the event, CEO of the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, Yofi Grant, said they will soon roll out regulations to enhance the capacity of local businesses to propel foreign direct investments. Ghana, significantly, is also minerals rich, resource rich. So we need to create the relationships that in your to our benefit. How do we partner with foreign direct investment and local enterprise to create a very conducive business environment that becomes, I mean, the toast of Africa? That is the question that we need to do. And that is what we are working with at GIPC. Conversations with the agencies, conversations with the private sector, and private sector business ensures that we are coming out with new regulations that will facilitate foreign direct investment that will partner consistently with local enterprise. Making a speech during a panel discussion, President of AGI, Humphrey Enyimdake, stressed on the need for government to outline a clear objective of improving FDIs in the country. Both countries' primary objective of the said FDI interventions. What is your, your game plan or what is your goal for attraction of FDI? FDI is good. But it has come through evolution through a period, and each FDI transaction is peculiar to a geographical location with a clear objective of the government. Is it for purposes of job creation, or is it for the purposes of technology transfer? And if in the same context, when you fast forward it to today's activity, sustainable economic growth in 2022. That's according to Ghana's 2022 Sustainable Development Goals budget and expenditure report. The report added that the Sustainable Development Goal 8 is the most invested goal among the 17 SDGs. There's more in this report. The Ministry of Finance led the voluntary national review of the Sustainable Development Goals in tracking allocations and spending in a bid to promote sustainable economic growth and employment for all. The government budgeted 63 billion CDs for SDG 8 against an actual expenditure of 55 billion CDs. A breakdown of the report showed that about 564.6 million CDs was invested in micro small and medium-scale enterprises through the Ghana Enterprises Agency. The Microfinance and Small Loans Center, Maslock, also dispersed a total of 2.32 million CDs to 1,247 microcredit beneficiaries and 248,000 CDs to 13 small loans beneficiaries. An amount of 63 million CDs was also allocated to metropolitan, municipal and district assemblies, with the Volta, Central and Eastern regions being the regions with the highest allocations respectively. The report added an undisclosed amount from the 63 billion CDs was used to decongest the port of Tema and continuation of works on the Buankra Integrated Logistics Terminal. Additionally, two transit truck parks at Paga and Olubo were constructed. More news this hour. The National Biosafety Authority has disclosed that plans are underway to outline guidelines for genome editing and stock genes in September this year. 
Speaking at a workshop for scientists on biotechnology, Chief Executive Officer of the Authority, Isaac Okori, emphasized that his outfit is working assiduously to ensure that everything produced is safe to consume. Open Forum on Agricultural Biotechnology Ghana organized a workshop to educate scientists in other fields on genetically modified organisms. Chief Executive Officer of the National Biosafety Authority, Eric Okorie, has been updating the scientists on the progress of regulatory activities on biotechnology in Ghana. On the administrative side, we are coming out. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. En septiembre... Um, we are coming out with um, guidelines on um, genome editing. Now, GMOs is not the classical way where the gene is um, um, transferred from the donor to the recipient through the gene gun or the agrobacterium. It's the same organism, and the gene is edited in the organism. So how do we do that in Ghana? We have come out with guidelines on that. We have also come out with guidelines on stack genes. If anybody wants to add gene on top of other, I mean, another one, we have come out with guidelines on that. So Director General of the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, Professor Paul Busu, indicated that farmers are highly expectant of the release of genetically modified organisms. According to him, they will continue to educate the public to help shape perception. If you are spending... Uh, so much money and spraying about eight times chemicals. Remember, these are chemicals uh, on crops, and you can significantly reduce that and then also get your yield, uh, you know, cut down the losses by as much as 80%. So, honestly, the farmers, they are waiting for the final release, education, public awareness. Uh, if, if people come to understand, if people come to know why we are doing it, they come to understand the science, the very basic science of it, and they realize, they come to understand that, oh, after all, this is simple, GMO or uh, biotechnology is something that we have lived with over the years, then uh, they would come to appreciate it. The other one is time. Time will tell uh, if these things that the GMO, the biotechnology, uh, manipulated crops are bad or they are evil. The port borer resistant cowpea has been approved by the National Biosafety Authority, but it's yet to be released for mass production and commercialization. You're still watching Business Life here on the Joy News Channel. Time for a breather. We'll be right back with more.
Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store or the app store and discover the smart way to bank. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank. When everybody came out, everybody's looking good, displaying their art, beautiful art everywhere. Um, this is my fifth year coming in a row. So I'm here every August for the festival. It's been amazing being with my black people all day, every day. It's been great. It's so fun here. There are a lot of arts, things to do. So I personally love it. And I love the artworks. I love Chalote 2022. It's fantastic. This year's experience is, uh, is marvelous. It's amazing. It's Chalote the Festival, y'all. You ought to be here. The paintings, the people, the Ghanaians were awesome. Everyone, when you're in Ghana, around the same time, make sure you check it out. It's really happening. Welcome back. This is and the quarterly tariff review mechanism aims to track and incorporate changes in key factors used in determining natural gas, electricity, and water tariff. Let's um, go live on the telephones and speak to the Executive Secretary of the Food and Beverages Association, Samuel Lagri, on that. Um, Samuel, pleasure you could join me on Business Live. I'm pretty sure you've seen the statement issued by the PURC. Your initial comments. Okay. Um, uh, good evening to your listeners. Um, I think uh, what I have before me, if uh, it's anything to go by, I think uh, for the first time the PURC has uh, really considered the industry uh, at hand. And um, 
announcing the increment. This will not affect industry as such, but then the domestic unit. So electricity, as uh, they are saying, is going up by 4.22% uh, for domestic users. And then uh, for water, it's also going up by 1.18%. Um, with this increase, I would have wished they have gone ahead uh, to make an announcement of uh, uh, categorical uh, downward trends for industry, so that at least we can see that industry can also benefit from this. Uh, uh, but nonetheless, there, there has not been any increase yet. And uh, if it will go that way, then I think uh, it will be a positive sign for uh, doing business in the, within the industrial sector. Mm. Uh, good, good to know you are happy. And clearly, it has to translate um, uh, consumer purchases, right? I would like um, to see some effects with, to that. Effect. With, 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 the, with the current norm, I don't think uh, there's going to be any reduction in any consumer pricing. And especially for uh, businesses to, or manufacturers to reduce their prices in that order. Uh, but what did, or what will happen is that uh, within the uh, electricity setup, energy will be stable uh, for them to be able to use. Even um, being stable, like what we are paying for now, is still expensive to, to deal with. So we would wish the uh, government uh, come up. Uh, with the PURC for them to reconsider uh, announcing some package for industry because um, where we are is still uh, expensive for industri industrial use. And uh, if we are to move forward with this, uh, looking at uh, having a lower tariff for industry and also for domestic use, then we have to seriously consider an alternative. Uh, energy uh, production units, um, like uh, if a thermal or whatever uh, uh, energy system that will come into place, so that uh, we ensure that uh, production in this area will be lower. Because if we compare ourselves to um, other countries, Ghana is very high, and therefore we cannot continue to grow industry in this manner. On the bill about the industrial use, do you intend to, you know, make some recommendations to PURC to that effect? I will continue making our uh, voices until uh, perhaps uh, they come up with uh, a cheaper cost for industry because um, going down the way they have done today, it means that if we are asking for industry to go down in terms of consumption um, uh, utility tariffs, then what will happen is that domestic will then have to go up for industry to also go down. But um, we, we really have to look at it because um, I don't see how we can produce power, export power at a cheaper cost, and then internally we are consuming at Let's shift focus now. And the Microfinance and Small Loan Center, Maslock, has explained that the closure of the Boku Maslock office um, is due to the insecurity situation in the district. According to the center, it did not take the decision to deny the people of Boku of its services. The following report has more.
Maslock, in the press release responding to what it describes as misinformation and circulation on various social media platforms, said the temporary closure of the Boko district office was solely based on security issues and not an attempt to deny the people of earth service. According to the center, the issues being circulated on social media contain some inaccuracy and do not represent the full fact. Maslock assured the general public and its stakeholders that the primary reason for its decision to temporarily close its zonal office in Boko was due to the insecurities at Boko, which made the office non-functional. Providing some more insight, the statement said other governmental and business entities operating in the business commercial towns such as GCB, ADB, APSA Bank, SNET, and other judicial service have been compelled to relocate to other parts of the Upper East region and some to the offices of the Regional Coordinating Council in order to protect the lives of their employees. The center added that, following the concerns, it was decided to transfer the staff to the regional office in Bogotanga so they could continue working while management considered a long-term intervention to ensure that the staff could return to their jobs without fear of harm. Thanks so much for watching Business Life with me, Pios Kujubaka. There will be great stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. I live with some international business. ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.